BIV Today, the daily business and video show and podcast from the journalists at BIV. I'm Haley Wooden. Today, we take a deeper look at the latest MNP Consumer Debt Index. It's always something that I like to look at. It has interesting data and insights on how households are feeling about their finances. But this latest one is particularly interesting because it gives us a little more insight into how households are feeling about those finances throughout the pandemic. Joining me with more insight on this is Lana Gilbertson, a licensed insolvency trustee with MNP based in Vancouver. Lana, great to have you back on the show. Thank you for having me back. It's great to be here. What really stands out to you most about this latest version of the index? Well, I, I think that what, what we found interesting uh, for British Columbia was that there was more pessimism among British Columbians than there was among the rest of Canada. So only uh, just over half of British Columbians feel confident about their ability to cover their living expenses in the next 12 months without going further into debt. Yeah, that's pretty surprising. Why do you think that is? Why do we have the least confidence among provinces in Canada? Well, I think that in British Columbia, there is, uh, again, based on what we're hearing from uh, the poll respondents, there's less wiggle room in, in the budgets of British Columbians. Um, uh, just over uh, four in 10 British Columbians um, are $200 a month or less away from being unable to pay their bills. About uh, just under three in 10 say that they already can't pay uh, their obligations every month, they're insolvent. Um, and, you know, you know, we've for years now, I think there's been a lot of talk about uh, the cost of housing, the cost of living. It's, it's just it's expensive to live here. Absolutely. And you think, too, of how many people may have lost their jobs or other forms of income during the pandemic. And it just compounds the debt problems they may have been dealing with before. Right. Well, and, and that's just it. I mean, British Columbians were already, I think, struggling um, leading up to the pandemic. And, you know, this is sort of this may be the straw that that breaks the camel's back, um, so to speak. Um, you know, insolvency filings, uh, formal insolvency filings among consumers were on the rise leading up to the pandemic. Now, we know that they have taken a, a giant pause. And I think that that's uh, due to all the government support that's sort of propping up British Columbians, along with uh, mortgage deferrals and creditors generally working cooperatively with debtors. But, you know, when things return to some sense of normalcy, you know, I do expect insolvency filings to return to the pre-pandemic levels and probably, I would say, increase significantly. Mm -hmm. That would make sense. What are you hearing either from the poll respondents or even anecdotally in your work when it comes to those government programs? Are there any programs mm -hmm. that have been particularly helpful for individuals? Well, you know, a, a lot of people that we're helping right now are on uh, CERB, the Canada Emergency Response Benefit. You know, there's a lot of people who have had their employment affected um, and that money um, is a, a lifesaver for them. And, um, you know, so that's definitely a big one for small business. It's that Canada emergency, uh, sorry, the Canada, sorry, this, I, I'm sorry, I'm struggling with the acronyms. There's so many of them, but yeah. there's a, a business account that, you know, provides $40,000 um, assistance um, to pay, you know, obligations. So um, there's, there's really a lot of, uh, of, of, of assistance uh, for Canadians right now. And I do, I do think that that's going a long way to prop them up. 
Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on the credit card debt situation? When we've had you on our podcast before, we've spoken a little bit about sort of the mortgage piece to indebtedness, but also that credit card piece. Would it be reasonable to think that maybe consumers and households are putting a little bit more on their credit cards at this point in time? Yes, yes. And and I, I think that's true. Absolutely. Um, and I know that that too is, is something that is uh, uh, where, where folks are a little... Um, they're not quite ready um, to to file a formal insolvency proceeding, even though that might be an eventual reality. They they don't want to give up their credit cards. They're afraid, right? Because for for some folks, you know, that is with no savings in place, no emergency savings. Uh, Available credit is is something that that people turn to um, when they're facing unexpected expenses. So there's, I think, a real fear of giving up access to credit right now. Uh, you mentioned savings, and I think that's a really important lesson in all of this. And now might not be a possible time for many people to save, but what should we take away from this pandemic about how much we should be saving for rainy days or very stormy periods of time we might go through? I say both. Why not? <laughs> I, you know, I, I think that, uh, you know, right now, um, I think has given people a real opportunity to take a step back um, and evaluate um, priorities, if you will, um, you know, which, which, you know, certainly cur- curb spending has an, an impact on the economy as well. Um, although, you know, I, I think that people are understanding um you know, that they need less perhaps to live on. Um, and uh, they're getting used to um, uh, living on a more scaled back uh, version, I guess. And uh, yeah, I, I think people really recognize right now how important it is to have savings. Um, and, you know, uh, again, you know, I think we have to plan for all possibilities. Absolutely. Now, a formal insolvency filing, that seems daunting. What are some of the options consumers might have before they get to that point? Right. Well, I mean, you know, one of the first things that we uh, suggest people do is talk to their creditors. We're doing a lot of that right now, Um, you know, suggesting that people reach out to their creditors and and see if there's any opportunity to reduce interest rates. Um, You know, again, flexibility around payments, things like that. Um, For folks that uh, are not seeing any um, uh, cooperation with their creditors, maybe they're too far down the collection path, um, you know, there is uh, there's a process called a consumer proposal that is an insolvency proceeding. Um, and when we say an insolvency proceeding, we mean that it's a, pro- a legal process that's governed by uh, legislation in Canada. So a consumer proposal is really just a, a settlement, a legal settlement with creditors that sees uh, a consumer paying back a portion of the debt. Um, and then bankruptcy, of course, is available for those uh, folks that have really tried everything um, but don't have the resources um, to pay creditors. And, you know, we certainly see, uh, a, you know, more bankruptcy filings um, for, for folks that have lower levels of income, um, you know, uh, no assets. So it's, it's more common um, when there isn't any, any payment ability. Um, But these are, these are great options for people. And I I think, um, you know, I think right now too, again, part of this sort of stepping back and, and reflecting is, you know, anyone that has been struggling with debt or is now starting to be concerned about their debt levels, it's a really good time to get some professional advice 
about what the options are. Um, a, a conversation with a licensed insolvency trustee, there's no cost. Um, we provide uh, professional, unbiased advice about what the options are. And, and most people feel a real sense of relief just knowing, you know, what, what the options are. And it might be helpful too to have a, an advocate on your side or a professional on your side who can help engage with creditors or have those conversations on your behalf. Have you found that creditors are a little bit more flexible than in the past, just given the unexpected nature of the pandemic? Definitely. Yeah. I, you know, we, we definitely see creditors supporting uh, people, particularly in proposals, right? These, the, the consumer proposal that the legal settlement I mentioned, we're definitely seeing creditors supporting proposals that are offering lower recoveries because, again, people just don't have the same level um, of payment ability that they did before COVID. So, yes, they're being very cooperative. Lana, as always, a pleasure having you on the show. Thanks so much for coming on with your insight. Thanks for having me. That's Lana Gilbertson, a licensed insolvency trustee based in Vancouver with MNP. And this is BIV Today. Thanks for listening and watching. We'll be back with a new podcast and video tomorrow.